0: Hello again. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. Uh, At some point, we'll see my name on the screen. It's lost. (gasps) Uh, I think the uh, replacement producer is lost. Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then uh, next to me, almost as always, we have the host of Rodriguez Rants, Louis Rodriguez. What kind of show are we going to have today, Lou?
1: We're going to have a really big show today.
0: <laughs> and I, I know that you're not only subscribed to this show, uh, certainly, right? But you're, you're subscribed to, to Louie's show as well. And, and make sure that you're following everything Revolver Broadcasting, okay? Because uh, we've got a lot more content coming very, very soon. Now, um, we had to swap out a seat this week. And and uh, we thankf- thankfully, we have a crew here to kind of sit in uh, even though they're not as talented as you sterling um because no. you're the perfect producer he's the perfect producer they tell me all the time um not that's not me saying that, that's what they tell me who uh, <laughs> you, you always say that who is it <laughs> so we have sterling metcalf allen hey you got cheers man <laughs> yeah once in a while is good i guess <laughs> and then uh, Next to him we have a very special guest, and uh, I've been I've been hounding him for a very long time to to we finally schedules kind of meshed and worked out. Worked out um we got our good friend Coy Hutcherson. No cheers. We've waited a long time for this day. Wow. Well, Come on, Austin. Get just, on it.
2: Just like real life. <laughs> There's a button.
0: <laughs> I thought he was gonna give you crickets, honestly. <laughs> That'd been great. <laughs> 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 Boo. Boo this man. Last I didn't want to use. Um, Coy, uh do you uh, currently have any um YouTube or anything like that going on?
2: No, I'm pretty un- Pretty uneventful. I've nothing to plug.
0: Okay, cool. Uh there's no problem. No problem with that at all. Um <laughs> uh, I'm me, sure that they comment.
2: Ask me in a couple of years. I, I have a counseling a, practice. I'd be like, "Hey, you can come see me." I'll, yeah.
0: I'll, uh, certainly. But, yeah. Um so since you're bringing the message this week, uh, here you have a, a title for
2: us. Yeah, lessons from a wee little man. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah,
0: yeah. which <laughs> I I, li-
2: I like the graphic.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a fun one to put together. Um, yeah, o- old Zacchaeus uh, <laughs> hanging out up there in the tree. <laughs> so,
2: but. It, I mean, the wee little man was supposed to be baby Jesus, but um, it, it, I'm kidding. This works.
0: I that. that, we didn't. With Austin, you weren't on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, uh, I had well ahead of time, I sent. I made sure and sent this graphic to to Coy and yep. to make sure that I, I I made the right reference. Okay, uh, you can go ahead and pull that down, Ryan. Um, so just before we uh, get into this message, would you mind uh, praying over it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. Thank you for the Word of God. And uh, Lord, we just pray that, uh, as you said in your Word, that your Word would not return back to you void um, with no effect. So Lord, we just pray uh, that the Word will go where it needs to go, Lord, that you will cast seeds and they will find good ground. We pray and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. That's me then. Go ahead, then. That's yep. me. Okay.
0: Go ahead and right. go ahead and kick right
2: in. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're starting Luke 19 uh, verse one through six. So it says, and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans and he was rich and he sought to see Jesus who he was and could not for the press because he was of little stature. Hey, little man. And he ran before uh, and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for uh, he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And so uh, I'm not going to park here for too long, but there there was a few items that really jumped out to me. Um, one, we have this man named Zacchaeus, he's a chief among the publicans. Um, and that day Rome collected the land tax, but, um, there were people that they would send out publicans that would go and collect other taxes, road taxes and things like that. The problem was, is that they would also get a little extra for themselves. And so So, publicans were hated in this time.
0: Sound like gangsters.
2: Uh, maybe
0: pay this protection tax. Yeah. it's like, Hey, it's okay.
2: You're going to, you're going to pay me. So, but he was rich because of this. Uh, but he was curious. I mean, here's Jesus. He's gaining in fame and he's like, I I want to see him. And so it says he, he goes up ahead of the crowd and he's small. And so it was like, what's he going to do? So he climbs up in the sycamore tree, which, um, you know, if you, if you go over, um, if you go over to that way, um, they say like, the there's like the 60 foot sycamore trees like this is the tree that zeki has climbed and oh, wow. so there's a that's like a tourist spot that too so um and so uh he runs up ahead and he climbs up the sycamore tree uh to see him
0: i guess your wife didn't see the sign <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> called out it's right over here by the light switch yes i, did. I, had,
2: to, I had to ask about it i was like but uh it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just teasing you. I, I picked it up because mine's like. Bzz,
0: bzz, bzz. So, I like um, giving people a hard time.
2: That's if, if you're looking for professional, I was the wrong one. So, um, but yeah. So Jesus comes to the place where he's at. Finally, he looks up and he sees Zacchaeus in the tree, and he calls out and he says, "For today, I must abide at, at your house." And so he shimmies his way down, and he receives he receives him joyfully. And so, uh, what I wanted to focus on is this word "abide," um, and in the Greek, it's uh, I think it's uh, minnow. and it's used I want to say 120 times in 105 different verses of the New Testament. And this word "abide" means to just to to rest, to be with. Um, kind of reminds me of like Psalm 46:10, "Be still and know that I am God." Um, this discipline and, and I'll get into the, the, the the practicality of it, but this discipline was one that just absolutely changed my life. And I guess kind of give my backstory is, so I came to the Lord in 97 and so I was 13 years old and I, you know, accepted Christ as my Lord and savior.
0: It's a quite difficult age to to accept Christ too, right?
2: Well, you know, I was a. You know when the Bible talks about the fearful not inheriting the kingdom of God, I was, I would go to bed at night and I would sleep with a Bible because I was so afraid that if I died I would go to hell, mm-hmm. and I'm not in church at this time, you know, and so um, there's just this heavy weight, uh, and so I remember I I played hooky from school and I stayed home and I read the book of Revelation, which is a great book for people that are afraid of things, yeah.
0: um, and did you hear that annunciation? book of revelation. That's how you say it.
2: Yeah. It's, it's only one revelation. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, and I'm, I'm kidding. If you're fearful, it's not a great book. You know, talk about like teeth of lions and wings yeah. of chariots. It's like, Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> the most scary things that are in the books. Yeah. yeah. It's like
2: the most detailed time period in scripture. And uh, it's, it's scary. So, um, so I read that. And at that night, I just had my breaking point. I was like, Lord, I, I don't know like really what to do here, but I, you know, I believe who you are. And I just like, just please save me. Um, I went to sleep and I never just went to sleep and I woke up, I just felt new. Um, and you know, it felt very similar to that prayer. Uh, you know, the, the Pharisees praying, it's like I'm not glad I'm not like this publican. And what's the publican pray? Lord be merciful to me, a sinner and the Lord yeah. saves them. And so, um, and I believe Lord saved me. And so, Fast forward, I'm 17 years old, and I get the call to preach. And so I preached my first, May 6, 2001, I preached my first sermon. And I just thought this this sermon was just going to change the world, and it was not good. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, imagine someone being 17 and having no experience preaching. Yeah, uh, just It wasn't good, but uh, the pastor was gracious, and uh, he took me under his wing. I, I've got about four people in my life that they discipled and they poured into me, uh, Joe Jackson, Don Smith, uh, Bob Toby and Gordon uh, Gordon Brock. Um and Gordon comes into this uh, a little bit later. Um so anyway, um fast forward from there. I am in ministry. We used to do um my wife Amber, you and Laura, we used to work the bus ministry. Yeah, we did. And uh, and it was great. And uh, saw a lot of kids come to the Lord. And so we're just busy in ministry, and so finally, but I it was every weekend, every weekend, and every weekend we had like midweek training meetings, and it was a lot. But man, that was such a dynamic team. Uh, we went from having nine kids, and all the glory to the Lord. Uh, we went from having nine kids to start to over a hundred in nine months.
0: Yeah, we had to, we'd had to go out with the bus and then come back and then go out again,
2: and and we had to buy a third bus. Yeah, yeah. So like the Lord just really blessed that ministry but I got called to music ministry and so and that took off and you know we got to the point where we were doing 150 dates a year I
0: was going to say side note on that coy with the, with those bus ministry kids yeah. I still see some of them today that remember us going out and knocking on the doors
2: no kidding yeah, yeah.
0: they're like oh you were the guy that uh, you you and coy right and I was like yeah, yeah yeah so that 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 really paid off cuz they remembered that yeah so god really really moved during that time
2: yeah, and that's good that ministry yeah, I think I think uh, like one one kid I remember Stephen, and I think about Stephen cause Stephen wanted to be a preacher, and I always wonder it's like you know did did he um did he stick to it you know did he did he you know uh but nonetheless so uh so I get into music ministry, and it's around two thousand ten, and we're doing about hundred and fifty dates a year, like we have a bus, we're traveling, and I'm about as far from God as you can get um and maybe that's that's drastic. It may not as far as you can get, but as far as I had ever been, yeah. So, uh, and one of the compliments I hated to hear, and I would hide out in the bus just because I people were like you are so genuine. Like I feel so much closer to God, you know, by your ministry. Uh, and I was like, man, like I've not read my Bible in six months, and I've probably not prayed in three. You know, um, I just I felt like a hypocrite because I was. Um well, we all are. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just finally got to the point where it was like, so I leave the band and uh, my wife goes, she's like, Hey, you said like once you got out of this band, like you would, um, we can go back to church. Like, cause we had two kids at this time. Yeah. Um, and so we had the two kids during the time I was in the band. Um, and so, and I didn't want anything to do with it. I was like, like screw Christians. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to go to church or any of that. Um, and so for about a year, I would just lay in bed on Sunday, mad at the church. And I, and like hindsight, I can look and go, I was just mad at my own hypocrisy. You know, yeah. it wasn't like the church spurned me any. It was, um, I was a hypocrite. I was, just, I didn't, I wasn't ready to come to terms with that. Uh, but God is gracious; He's long-suffering, and and He was toward me. And so my friend Greg invites me. He goes, "Hey, there's this men's ministry that." Um, it's called Boot Camp, and was Indian Creek. Yep. and uh, he's like, uh, myself and Gordon wrote this program for men, and we'd like for you to come. And I, like, I, I don't know, Greg. And he's like, it's a place where men can be transparent and open about what they're struggling with. And I'm like, bull. It's like I know the church, and they're backbody and they're backstabby. And the last thing that I'm gonna do is sitting around in a circle with a bunch of men and talk about the things I struggle with. Yeah. And so I but you know, I love Greg and I trust Greg. Uh we were both discipled by Bob. And so, uh, as as I'm sitting, I'm listening to Gordon and I'm the arms cross guy. If you've ever seen that, if you've ever been that, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, just just say something wrong. Like I will just pick it to pieces. And he doesn't. But the message he gives Uh, is in John 15, which we'll go to shortly. Um, And he talks about the discipline of abiding. And I had been in ministry 10 years at this point. I'd never heard this before. And completely just turned me on my head. It's like, I've never heard of this. I don't know what this is. But man, obviously, I'm not doing something well with my life. I need to figure out what's going on. So... I start doing this practice of abiding and it completely just transforms my walk. It goes from, you know, this, the God of scriptures, you know, and it's like, he's, and I don't want to misspeak because uh, I had a relationship with God. It just wasn't intimate. Yeah. You know, just genuine, authentic, you know, I go from this nominal Christian It's just this genuine, deep relationship with Christ. Um, And so when I'm reading through here and Jesus is calling out to Zacchaeus, he's like, I must abide at your house. I must abide with you, Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus' response, he receives him joyfully. And so like, okay, there's something to this, um, this practice of abiding. And so in John 15, I'm just going to read the passage. Says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, you're the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me, you can do nothing nothing and so he's, he's talking about this i was like what is this abiding what are you talking about and so as he's explaining this practice of like psalm 46 10 says be still and know that i am god and first thessalonians five seventeen says pray without ceasing so okay that makes sense but what is this being still and being being in god's presence and he he kind of goes, it's like, it's not a time to give God your gimme list. And that sounds very harsh, but there's a time for it. There's a time because the Bible tells us to pray, but there's also a time just to be still. And it's really hard to listen if this is moving. Mm -hmm. And we're really good at talking all the time, but we're really poor at listening. Especially at this table. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I think at any table, I think at any table, um, like people pay uku amount of dollars you know to peep, to sit down for them just to to be heard like you know I am like I'm uh, finishing up my psychology degree and it's like there's a whole business and like they're trained listeners it's like they're they're trained to hear and listen and not give advice but just to help them navigate and figure out to fix what's going on yeah it's like we're terrible at listening um it's very easy. Like my wife says I'll go to Walmart, uh, and I'll leave. She's and I'll be in there ten, fifteen minutes, and that's that's an understatement. I, I'm, I'm looking at you. Uh, and uh, she's laughing. She's time. laughing. But and yeah. I'll get back to the car. She's like, "Well, did you get their social?" And you no, know, that it's the joke. But <laughs> but I find it's not difficult if you're just willing to listen to people. Like they're willing to talk. Yeah. Because no one's listening. And, and God is the same way, and God speaks in just still a still, small voice. And he's going, like, I have a word for you. I have something to say. Just shut up for a second. Like, mm-hmm. be still. Spend time with me. Like, I, I want to talk to you. And so that practice of abiding is going, God, this isn't a time to pray, but I'm just going to take the word. Because how does God speak to us? He speaks to us through his word. And, and so we open the word and we just, maybe it's a passage. Maybe I'm just going to read. Uh, my, my friend Greg often says, I have coffee with Jesus in the morning. I'll sit there with a cup of coffee and it's not my time to pray, but I'll open scripture and I'll read it. And then I will just meditate on the word. Like I will abide and I'll wait there and see what God has for me. And sometimes he may say something and other times he may not. And that's okay because there's something valuable in just spending time. Um, there's a passage in Matthew. I think it's Matthew 27. I think I jotted it down, but I did not mark the page where I wrote it down. Matthew <laughs> 26. I'll read this real quick. I should have had it cued, but Matthew 26.
0: We do, we do a lot of uh, searching. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good.
2: Yeah. Uh, so it's the Garden of Gethsemane. So this is the night that Jesus is betrayed. And so, um, and then Jesus cometh to them to the place called Gethsemane. So Gethsemane is this garden they go to, and he's there with his disciples. It says, sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. Good word. That's a a brother Gary word, yonder. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: And he took with him Peter, the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. And then he saith unto him, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death, tarry ye here and watch with me. In uh, Terry is that word minnow? It's the same word we get abide from. He says, yeah,
0: "Well, and ironically, minnow. You if you it if, if you if you put that into English, it means something small."
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, nice. it's, it's something small. I just want you to just be here at yeah. this moment. You know, the disciples have cast out demons. The, the you know, the disciples were empowered by Christ. Like they've done all these wonderful, amazing things with Jesus. But in this moment, he's not asking to feed the 5,000.
0: I just need this little thing.
2: All I want you to do is abide with me. Just stay with me. Spend time with me. And he goes, um, and watch with me. And so he went a little further, and he fell on his face, and he prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and found them asleep, and said to Peter, What? What? Could you not watch with me one hour? And he's saying, he's like, could you stay awake just for a little bit and spend time with me? And I, I think that call from Gethsemane is still practical now where Jesus is going, look, I just want to spend some time with you. I just want you to get silent before me. I just want you to be still and know who I am. In this practice, and I can say it from experience, and not to say that my experience is worth anything, uh, but to me it is, and that's all I can really speak from. And from other men that men of God that I know that their lives are transformed, and their relationship with Jesus is different when they carve out this time. And and I'll say this: I have I have taught this message to hundreds and hundreds of men, and at the end, you know, maybe uh, it's a part of a lesson structure, you know, like a boot camp or something. And so I've taught this at boot camp in, in Greenfield, and you get to the end of boot camp and you ask men, what was the most difficult, because uh, you go through multiple uh, applicable, practical uh, applications of uh, disciplines in the Christian faith. It's like yep. what what was the hardest discipline they like, oh, go abiding? It's like you mean cuz we we had the 777 seven, seven challenge. Like be still and abide for 7 minutes a day, 7 days a week for the length of boot camp which is 7 weeks. And it's like, "Oh, what's 7 minutes?" And men would say every time abiding was so difficult. It was so difficult to take 7 minutes and be quiet before God. Now I now I'm I'm a believer of, you know, we our, our battle is not with flesh and blood. It's yeah. it's spiritual. When you start getting to that intimate level with Jesus where you're carving out this quiet time to hear him, well the devil doesn't want you to hear from God. He doesn't want you to be still. Um, one of one of my favorite books and one of my favorite authors is CS Lewis. And uh and so it's written from the perspective of the demons. And so like the devil is referred to as our father below uh, and God the father is referred to as the enemy. And it's this whole flip on the perspective. Yeah. yeah, it's inverse. That's this perspective from the demons. And so it's uh it's it's Uncle Screwtape and um and and he's writing these letters to his nephew Wormwood, um, and so but he taught. There's this passage about noise, and I should have I didn't know I was going to talk about it. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have grabbed it. But this pa- And it, but basically, what he's what he's telling his nephew is just like the purpose of noise uh, for the cause of hell. It's like to to get people not to be able to sit down with their thoughts and to be quiet and to hear the still small voice of God. Um, And so that's, man, that's what I was really burdened about is just if, you know, whoever's listening, whether it be at the table or online there, I think there's a lot of value in the disciplines. A lot of times we feel like if something's not difficult, it's not worthwhile, but I think there's value in the discipline of reading the scriptures every day. Um, There's definitely value in praying Multiple times a day, and you know, you talk about pray, you know, pray without ceasing. How is that possible? And I think it's just being in that spirit of prayer. You know, like if I am in that, I felt the same way with abiding. Like I would abide in the morning, and then go through the day, and I didn't break it off. Like okay, God, we can we compartmentalize a lot. We go okay, I have done this activity that is Christian, and now I am going to put it here, and now I am going to work, and this is the action I am going to do. Well, no, Like Jesus calls to be Lord of all the parts of your life. Uh, I used to, I I preached a message one time and I said, Jesus has no interest in being number one in your top 10 list, which is like, you know, it's like, well, he, he wants to be number one in all of it. I think about the, the web diagram, Jesus is in the middle and he goes, I want to be Lord over your marriage, over your parenting, over your work your ministry, your hobbies. I want to be number one in all of the areas of your life, not just number one at your list, because lists are fluid. I'll tell you something, Coy. Yeah, please, yeah.
0: That right there, we've actually talked about that on this podcast several times, because three of the biggest catalysts for this show existing are sitting at this table. Hmm. That message from you, because that was a conversation that Sterling and I had about starting this whole thing. And then I and then after we kind of already kind of started talking about it, I went to Louis and I was like, "Hey, this is a thing I want to start. And what do you think?" And we just kind of started working together. And then and then Louis came in here, and his his handiwork is in here. This is very this is, nice. This, all this um, trying not to cry because this is like, <laughs> um, just to have you three sitting in front of me um and and at the same time, um, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, his handiwork here, uh, physically putting in the work, uh, Sterling and I's conversation that that led us to the the point of being um, wanting to be telling people we need to be offensive Christians again, mm. um, and then going back, it was, it was it was the week that you brought that message at Lighthouse Community Church. Mm. It was like that was when a light went on mm. when when God spoke through you and you brought that message that started something, and it spun, <laughs> and it created this.
2: Mm, wow. I didn't know that. No.
0: Yeah. That's good. So, um, I mean, I know we don't always know what we've, but we've talked We've talked about it many times, haven't we, Sterling? Oh, yeah. And uh, that's why I get, kind of like <laughs> oh, I get <laughs> a little bit it. choked up right. because, uh, yeah, um, unknowingly, you, you were part of the, um, the reason this happened. So, um, yeah, it's, I know that's kind of taking you off. Parkour, there but like no we're good we're um, just talking yeah. that's why i smiled at sterling when you started to tell it because it was like ah oh, this is this is what i've been waiting for <laughs> well i'm off
2: my notes now so like i've, I've uh <laughs> but no i but i was talking about the disciplines and the value of uh of like praying and abiding uh and in scripture reading uh in prayer uh, one of my favorite quotes is from oswald chambers he did a devotional it's wildly popular called My utmost for His Highest. And if you haven't read it, if you haven't gone through it, I highly recommend it. Oswald Chambers was just a a wonderful man of God. Um, But my favorite quote from that devotional is, prayer is not preparation for the work, it is the work. And I think if Christians truly believe that prayer was as effectual and powerful as it truly is, we would pray more. And I'm guilty of it. I'm not pointing a finger going, you know, everyone else seems to be doing these things. I struggle with these things. I'm, I'm not yeah, perfect at this. Yeah. Um, but we look for these, we look for the difficult and we look for the things that are complex. And I think it's satisfying to do complex things and accomplishing them. But I, I think there's value in the rudiments of the faith, the basic tenets that goes, hey, are we, are we in the word? Are we abiding, which is, I think, something that's not taught. Are we being still and quiet and not presenting God with the list, but going, what do you have to say? And I'm here to listen. There's value in just being silent before God. Um, And carrying that throughout the day. I'm telling you, I I challenge you, man.
0: And and in every aspect of your life.
2: Yeah, I challenge you. Seven days a week, seven minutes a day. Do it for seven weeks. In the morning, get up sp- before you do anything else. Before you, whether wh- whatever your morning routine is, break it.
0: Yeah, comment and let us know that you're going to take this challenge.
2: Yeah, we'll seven, know. seven minutes a day for seven days a week. Do it for seven weeks. Sure, just seven, seven, seven. You'll remember it. And one, it's hard. You'll be opposed, but at the end of seven weeks, if you're stuck with it, or at least you know, and it's like we're also prone to falling and not getting back up. If we fail, it's like, ah, I screwed up. That's why most, my, most New Year's resolutions don't stick. It's like ah, I was gonna you know I was gonna lose a hundred pounds, but then I went to Ryan's and got that delicious mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm dating myself. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then we went to Builder Square and Hills Drugs, uh, and pharaohs for some ice yeah, cream. Yeah, pharaohs. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: getting ready to say I, pharaohs.
2: Great minds. <laughs> um, so uh, we've been friends a long time, yeah. um, <laughs> but but no, I I would say if. Um, if you do this, I, I would I would be very hard-pressed for anyone at the end of seven weeks to come back and go, absolutely nothing happened. I didn't hear from God at all. And I have heard that. It's like, I'm sitting here, I'm just not hearing from him. It's like, well, just keep doing it. Uh, Bob Jones, uh, Bob Jones seniors. Uh, one of his famous quotes was, do right, do right, even if the stars fall from heaven, do right. It's like, whether... Whether you hear or not, and I'm—I'd be hard pressed to believe that you don't hear from God at some point. Just being quiet before Him, um, I, di- I think it's transformational, and I yeah. don't think we practice silence and solitude enough. Brennan Manning, um, wrote a wrote a book called Abba's Child, and he talked about a time period where he kind of—and he's famous for the Ragamuff Ragamuffin Gospel, yeah. Which, if you if you like Rich Mullins, like that's that's kind of where the Ragamuffin Band came from.
0: Great, great film too. Oh
2: uh, uh, man, like that was one I would. Uh, uh, people like, hey, have you seen Ragamuffin? They go no, and I think it streams now for yeah, free. But it's back, on,
0: it's on Pureflex, for sure.
2: Yeah, back then I was like, well, it's what's your address? I I, I don't know how many copies of that. I bought for people just because I was like, I watched that movie and I sat and stared at the ceiling for an hour and a half, just completely just just caught me off guard Uh, just his transparency and honesty. But like for such a great man of God, the man really struggled, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, the the, the lead singer of casting crowns, he does a song called stained glass masquerade. And and he says something. uh, I think
0: that's uh, Sterling's favorite, right? Band? one of them, yeah. Yeah, one, yeah. One, it's on his, on his top
2: ten. We we were we were, li- <laughs> we were <laughs> listening to their first album. It was like it was like ah man, I want to listen to it's like older stuff, like you know, some Ffh or Casting Crowns, but just good. Like what if his people prayed? If we are the body, but he does song. They did a song called "Stained Glass Masquerade," and he's talking. He's in the Netherlands or something, um, and he goes, uh, "We stand up and we ask for prayer for um, you know Aunt Maybell's toenail or whatever." But he said, all these people just really didn't have any problems. So I thought, man, I must really be screwed up because <laughs> no one has any. I'm, I'm yeah. a, But man, that's a lie of the devil, though, is we go, oh, like everyone else. No one struggles with what I struggle with. No one has my proclivity. And the truth is, is like the guy next to you may. And say like we like we're struggling with the same thing, mm-hmm. but we're too embarrassed to talk about it. And then it goes, but maybe you're farther along down the road, and you're like, "Hey, like I can't fix you. Like that's the Holy Spirit's job. But here's like, f- this is my story of how I got out of whatever the issue was, and this is how God delivered me from it. Yeah. But we never know that because we're not willing to be transparent and talk about it. Um.
0: Uh, you and I have leaned on e- on each other a lot over the years. Quite a bit. And a lot of the a lot of the same things. It's like. Oh yeah, I just went through that, and then like turn around, and then and then it's the it's the other one of us. Come over there. was like, well, "Didn't we just go through this?" Yeah, sure. I guess it's remedial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so, but but he says, um, and the quote is, "The world doesn't care that you sin; it bothers them that you pretend like you don't." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think there's value. And, and not to get off topic, but you know, no, I
0: think, I, I think, well, where are we at on time there, Ryan? Okay. So yeah, we're actually over into the family um, time. Yeah. So you're actually, this is, this is more, more of the open forum portion of the show. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. yeah so
2: <laughs> take the wheel host. Yeah. like I'm, I'm good.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you were starting to wheel into a, a point there. I was gonna, I yeah.
2: To at least so, finish uh, that. you know, I, I think just to, to wrap it up uh, at least that portion of it, Seven minutes a day, seven uh, seven days a week, seven weeks, um, and I think it's just it's important for Christians not only to practice the disciplines of the faith, but also to just get to a point to find somebody that you can be transparent with. We call them yeah. battle buddies at boot camp, but it's like find that person that uh, my my buddy Michael calls a triple A friend, anytime, any place, anywhere. It's like, if you call me and you're stuck in Detroit, Michigan, because your company won't get you a rental car to come home, then you call that buddy and he grabs his father-in-law and drives to Detroit, Michigan and comes and gets you. Yeah. That type of friend. Or, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning and you need to go to the church of Waffle House because it's like, man, I'm getting ready to do something that I don't want to do.
0: We've done plenty of uh, Waffle House visits, haven't we, Sterling? (laughs)
2: And and I started, I called the church Waffle House because I would tell guys, I'm like, if you're getting ready to sin, you're getting ready to struggle, something like you're getting ready to do something that you don't want to do. You call me, I'll roll out of bed. We go to Waffle House and we pray, we read scripture, we just talk, whatever.
0: Well, also nothing will make you feel better like a visit to Waffle House.
2: Or worse.
0: Well, because you're surrounded <laughs> by it. You're reminded of society. You walk in and say, actually, my problems are not so bad, God. Thank you for reminding
2: me. Well, yeah. well then you're going to hate this. So <laughs> we're, we're at Waffle House one time, and I was like, oh, I want to scatter it all the way. Which, if you don't know what that is, that's where they throw everything in the kitchen mm-hmm. onto hash browns. You can get a single or a double. Or, and she's so like, well, scatter it all the way. What do you want? I was like, a uh, Triple. And the cook Ooh. goes a triple. <laughs> it's like, are you judging me, cook? And rightfully so, he and was. Said, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry, and I ate it. And um, I've made mistakes in my life. I'm not perfect. So, but it was delicious. And you put hot sauce on it, and and I love it. And I think we should go to Waffle House after this. That's what I
0: think. So. <laughs> no, we'll talk to Laura about
2: it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that, that's my time. I'm but
0: no, well, uh, we have a, we actually have a, a ritual, and not to plug them because they're definitely not a sponsor. Uh, to talk about another restaurant, we we normally it's, it's been our, our post show ritual is to go to Denny's afterwards. So that was like our our upgrade.
2: Is Denny's uh, still open?
0: Yeah, they're oh, 24 yeah. hours, bro. And uh, yeah, over here, Keystone. Uh, on, yeah Keystone. Yeah, that's a local reference for those list listening and watching so <laughs> I, I live in
2: greenfield um and so we grew up on the east side of indy um i did not know i thought denny's had closed i did, i weren't i wasn't aware that they were so it, low it probably is on the east side it's due to high crime rates it used to be 25th yeah. and uh post 25th and post had a denny's yeah by the steak and shake yeah 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 so yeah.
0: and then uh yeah there was one uh, there was one out there off of um 21st and um, shadeland for a long time i don't know if it's it may or may not still be there no um,
2: it's not amber's like now there's yeah, one on on,
1: eight, on 31 too. yeah on 31 yeah
0: but uh, the one over here on southport these are all local references so people if you're like what's what, else, what are these street names there's all local references mm-hmm. so if you're <laughs> if you're not in the state of indiana or or near central Indianapolis, uh, in Indiana, you're not gonna get any of those street we, references. We will get
2: you to Denny's. That's what yeah. we're saying.
0: So. Yeah. So cool. if you come and visit us in Indianapolis, we will take you, um, might they, even pay for you.
2: Yeah, They <laughs> used to have a, their Buffalo chicken sandwich was so good. I used to love that thing. Uh, and I'm all hungry now.
0: So. <laughs> We've got another hour to go. So yeah, that's what DoorDash is for, right? <laughs> No, we, we like we like we usually like to because we we have a, a regular uh, waitress uh, usually that we go and pester and uh, yeah it's. Just <laughs>
2: I, mean, I love I love a so we I used to have a men's group we met at uh, Lincoln Square uh, which I think is the best breakfast in Greenfield um, and I'd always get because they have um, eggs Benedict. Well, and they're the same down with their downtown
0: location. It's really good there too.
2: Yeah, yeah. So like, because yeah, I think they're all like. The same person doesn't own it, but I think they know each other. Whatever. Yeah. But they have like an Irish Benny, and they put like corned beef hash and diced tomatoes, and I, I get the extra hollandaise. But we had um, we had the same waitress uh, for ours, and we'd request her. It's like, well, there's a wait. It's like we'll wait for her, and but she was so good. Like, yeah, I miss that group. She was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but she was good. So.
0: Yeah, we always we always. uh because we, we, we come in a lot with, well, we usually start, not, not to intimidate them, usually like the first four of us walk in and I'm going to say, oh, well, there's going to be eight to 10, however <laughs> many. 12, <laughs> okay. 20. Because yeah. sometimes we have, a, we have a full crew, like, you know, like tonight, they never turn the cameras around, they're fake news. Um. <laughs> I see them.
2: I see you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> like right
0: um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have, we have uh, a <laughs> different size crowds that we, we go there and uh, sometimes we just fill up a whole side of Denny's with, uh, with FFP crew. That's fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but they're very gracious. They, they always uh, take care of us and, uh, Sometimes it gets a little interesting. We have stories to tell afterwards.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
0: well, yeah. Um, uh, some of them we just cannot repeat on this program because it's family-oriented. <laughs>
2: yes. Transparency, though. Email, he'll tell you.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, info at revolverbroadcasting.com. Want another <laughs> early story? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed over on Rumble, and we might, we might do an exclusive over there and talk about a few Denny stories.
2: <laughs> so, so fill me in on Rumble. What is this?
0: So Rumble is much like YouTube, except – they're not tyrannical and they allow you to do free speech. Okay. And uh, I don't know.
2: Like, do you pay for it or is it like a Patreon or?
0: Um, so uh, you can't, they do have uh, pay tiers if you'd like, but you can just make an account and go there and view as many videos as you like.
2: I've never heard of it. So
0: yeah. And it's, um, uh, it's like I said, it's, it's formatted just like YouTube, but like I said, free. Free speech. Okay. So and I don't know how much you enjoy free speech. Actually, I know I really, really love free speech. I love being able to say. I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially when we can say whatever we want, right? Like um, that was, it's uh, a big R God given, right? Isn't it, Lou? Yes. Sir. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Denny's is a regular spot for us.
2: Denny's good. Good stuff.
0: It's funny that we would have you on and then, then food is where we go to for the family portion. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had dr- I
2: had a dream one time. I'm such a glutton. Um so like I had a, I, I shouldn't tell this, but I will. So like I have a dream and like, so it's the apocalypse and like the sky's classically movie red and there's asteroids like hitting the earth and I'm like, Oh Lord. And, and so like the school bus is like coming out of the sky and then, like, it parks in this parking lot. and like, Let me guess. It was sent by Kamala Harris. I don't know. It was Jesus. Jesus okay. is okay. driving it. Okay, good. Then it's definitely not Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Jesus is driving it, and he yeah. opens it up, and I'm like, Lord. And so, like, I get <laughs> on the school bus, and it's like, and then, like, the door opens, and it's the marriage supper. and ah. like, So and it looks so good, and there's so much food. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. And I was like, I don't know. Am I glad that he saved me from the apocalypse yeah. or that there's, like, all this food? food. I'm, uh. I'm a fat, fat man. So, <laughs> well,
0: we know that there's food in heaven, right? There's plenty of scripture. There's a marriage here. supper, yeah. So, yeah. I,
2: I'm, I've I've lost weight, so I, yeah. I'm do, I'm doing better. I'm I'm down 85 pounds from last year. So. I, I,
0: I'm like a rubber band man. I kind of bounce back and forth, and I so mean, yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm.
2: easy to do that. I mean, I I did the low carb thing. Like my friend was telling me about a diet. I was like, man, you look fantastic. What are you doing? He's like, I just lowered my carb intake, and like, man, it just like so I'm down 85 pounds. I feel great. But now I've kind of plateaued but I've not been I've not really stuck to it either, so
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well I tried for a little bit. Actually I was trying to go to the the gym with Sterling and I I I made it once. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. It went off track real happened. fast.
3: <laughs> he came with us one day and then uh didn't. Yeah. The next,
2: and yeah. the next. So, I, what the next. what was he doing? Like, what were you guys doing? Running or?
3: We did some. I think it was bikes. We did bikes, bicycles. And we did some weightlifting stuff. Yeah, assortment of different things. And he's like, oh, I don't think I'm tired or whatever. He said, and like, Okay, we'll go. We'll go. We'll leave. We'll come yeah. back tomorrow. Came back on tomorrow. He's like, no, I'm too sore. I can't walk. And yeah. something something like that. <laughs> yeah, I was I was, uh, I was
0: yeah. yeah. Well, because um, <laughs> when I used to I used to be, let's let's put it this way: when you start to get a little bit older. <laughs>
2: You can't just go back to the gym. Your dad would rebuke you over that old (laughs) comment.
0: You can't just go back to the gym and just hop on the machines that you did before. But me being me, I'm like, no, because I got too much drive. I was like, no, I can do this. It's like this is where I was at before. These this is the weights I, I I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna do exactly what I was doing before.
2: You're about the high school weights. Yeah.
0: And uh <laughs> no, I didn't even get close to the high school weights. <laughs> <ways. laughs> now the high school weights was way more than I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was where I, the 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 place I was at before when I had been working out steadily and, and had lost quite a bit of weight and everything mm. and gotten gotten down, it's like um uh, that's where I thought I could just like jump right back in because in your twenties you can.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> but as you approach forty, y- y- you can't. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: things don't work well. It's like I'd, I, was, well, I did P ninety X back two thousand ten and best shape of my life. But uh, like, so at that point, I was drinking a gallon of soda a day and I don't know how many cherry danishes. And I was like, I look like if Beethoven was a person, just Saint Bernard <laughs> head, huge. And but I did P ninety X and there's no like no caffeine. You know, you could do coffee, but I was like, you know what? I'm, and I was really, I was a stickler for the diet. And I lost 40 pounds, but I really toned up, changed the whole way my body was shaped. Uh, yeah. But I remember day two, day three, just migraine headache. I'm throwing up. And I'm like, if this is what eating healthy does to you, then I don't want any part of it. <laughs> right? And I was going through withdrawal. I was drinking a gallon of Dr. Pepper a day. And so, uh mm. Yeah. Caffeine is. I love soda, so that's a struggle for me. I I love tea, though. Like Earl yeah. Grey is my favorite. So I have an Earl Grey in the morning, and I'm okay. But I love soda.
1: I'm the same way. I love soda. <laughs> I'm you? always yeah. drinking soda. What's your favorite? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, I know your favorite. It's orange. Orange. Also, um, for, for Fanta, particular, right? Yeah, Fanta. They're not gray. a sponsor, by the way. Grape, yeah.
2: orange. I love uh, I love grape. <laughs> grape soda so good. It's hard to find, too. Yeah. Welch's used to make a grape soda, and I would drink that stuff up. Fanta, there used to be a Chinese restaurant. Uh, Pandas. Remember Pandas? Yeah. Guys, it's good. I remember. It's like three seventy five for an all-you-can-eat buffet. And it wasn't a big buffet. It had everything I liked, like yeah. General Tso's and the Rangoon. And, but they had Fanta. But they also had the ice cream machine. Mm. And So, like, I'd fill a cup up with Fanta, then i put ice cream in it, and I'm sitting there with a spoon. Like, I have like an orange dream sickle. I, so. like,
1: I like the orange panto with the raspberry. Oh, yeah. On those machines.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I miss soda. I eat because I can't do soda pop anymore. What? And yeah, my my stomach just cannot handle it. I just uh, can't. Yeah. But that's, but I think that made me more of a co- avid coffee drinker. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, coffee, tea, and water. That's, that's where it's at for me. And oh, yeah.
2: Um, and I can't stand, man, I've, tr- Amber drinks coffee and, and it's not like she's, drinking a gallon of it but people are like oh try try this with the frappuccino try and i've tried it doctored up and and some people are like oh this, all it tastes is cream and i just taste that coffee bean like, but i love tea <laughs> it's not for everybody yeah it's not no and um but i love tea uh, tea is really good
0: I mean, there must be some British in you if you if you if you like the tea and not the coffee. Could be, yeah. Could be. Yeah. You were on, you were wearing a red coat when they were throwing the <laughs> the <laughs>
2: tea out on the Boston Harbor. <laughs> I, I was swimming in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's even good cold. Yeah, I, I throwing a little the, bit of sugar in there?
2: <laughs> that's like when I was I went to India one time, and you can't drink the water unless it's bottled. But even the bottled water has to be a reputable bottling company. And uh, But tea was okay because they'd use milk or honey or whatever, and it was boiled. And, uh, man, I – that – oh, and they had a soda pop called Thumbs Up, and it reminded me of RC Cola. And mm. in the hotel we were staying at, I drank all of it. <laughs> <laughs> is, so, yeah, I was just saying like, – it was like, oh, oh, Ron Swanson's like, yeah, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> I don't think you understood me. I said all the bacon and eggs. And so yeah, we were there for and I don't remember how long we were there for, but they ran out of thumbs up and that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what else do you have? Uh, Coca Cola? Yeah. Like, uh, I have that at home. So
0: They're probably mad at like this American come through. Yeah,
2: yeah like, Oh man, the Drink food. All soda. The food was Oh man, the food's fantastic. And like in their like obviously they don't do beef cuz like you know cows are sacred. Yeah. Um
0: So it's it's out of my cuisine uh, placement. I would not be able to eat their food.
2: Oh man, but like they they did chicken, but I like they they cook vegetables so well. I didn't miss meat. And you know, I was there for probably a couple weeks and it's like, "Oh man, the food was and very warm people i love the people over there um very warm very kind and man they could cook but i would ask them i'd go it's like how spicy would you like it Uh, curry yeah and i said it's like hot as you can make it i was like (laughs) you can't make it hot enough for me and Uh and they would look at me and they'd go medium spicy and I was like, no, I don't want to be a spicy. The hottest thing I had in India was at McDonald's <laughs> and it was the Maharaja burger. And that thing lit my life on fire. <laughs> that was one of the hottest things I've ever had in my life. I bit into it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hot. This is what I wanted. And I get it at an airport McDonald's. So, but the food's, yeah. oh, the food's so good.
0: K- Koi has done a lot of those, uh, those hot, uh, challenges oh my god uh, yeah,
2: one like chip the, and the yeah. toe of satan and
1: yeah i went with my friend one time in new york mm-hmm. they had this indian place and um he didn't tell me about the hot <laughs> and they gave me curry <laughs> oh my <laughs> i took one bite just one bite and i ran out of <laughs> drinking water like
2: crazy. <laughs> Oh, it's, <laughs> uh, it's so, I love, like, there's a spot in Greenfield that has Thai food, like fast walk. That's not been open forever. Yeah. yeah. East Side spot. The, yeah. the owner's sick, but that's hot Thai. And, um, and so like, and it's hot enough where like you involuntarily shake as you're eating it hot. Uh, and there's a place in Greenfield, which I think it's just one of the best spots. And I, I love it, but i ordered order double tie hot. It's like, how hot do you want it? It's like double tie it's okay. Like it, as far as heat goes, but I, re- as long as the flavor is good, I really like to hurt while I'm eating.
4: Well,
0: <laughs> so, as much
3: pain as possible. Yeah. Glutton for punishment, Please. literally. Please. Yeah. Just beat me while I'm eating this. <laughs> well, and,
0: like, but uh, I literally can eat none of that. If you it's can't do spice. Yeah. Cause I can't have capsaicin. Yeah. yeah it'll, it'll kill you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I literally would die. I would. Is, unless, unless any of us got an EpiPen on us, then I can do it once. Well, if- <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> I,
1: I came prepared. Yeah, I stay away from Indian food or Mexican food, especially when they're hot. Oh man, yeah. And
2: they they've got like you ask them in the kitchens, like I I want I want your hot stuff. Like don't 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 give me the customer hot stuff. Give me the stuff you have in the you know the 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 crisper <laughs> that you're hiding behind the that broccoli. I have, to,
0: I have to take three days off of work for yeah, <laughs> which I'm okay with. Like yeah, the restricted
3: section. <laughs> it's
2: like, <right>, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like I, I need to take off work wise. Like, well, I just saw God. He <laughs> <laughs> came in a bus. He <laughs> <laughs> came. He came in a bus. Funny enough, I was in the bathroom. Gee like, <laughs> <G-mini. laughs> This has gone off the rails. I'm sorry. You're not. That's no, all right.
0: This is what this is what the family portion's supposed to be. uh Just um, having fun, and and you know, um, sometimes it's stories, and sometimes it's just. Talking about
2: ridiculousness, yeah, you
0: know. <laughs> all of it. Uh, where, where are we sitting at on time, Ryan? Okay, cool. So, we got a few more minutes. Uh, These
2: are me. I like this. Where'd you get this?
0: Uh, those that's all Laura Laura made this. No, she, she, yes, purchased. you're just supposed <laughs> to say yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she made it. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could say that she did. Uh, no, she, she purchased them. I, I don't know where she purchased them from, though. Uh, uh, for you audio listeners, he's referring to our, um, no, those uh, awesome. coasters that we have in studio here and they have a, an elephant uh, on them and, and it says uh, truth, freedom and love.
2: There was a, so when I, um, I was at the airport and I was getting a sandwich for going to India and the person that was making my sandwich, she goes, um, it's like, Oh, where are you going? It's like, Oh, we're going, I'm going to India. She's like, will you bring me back an elephant? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And so like I'm over there and I didn't shop much, but I went to this market and, and like the people I were with, like, what are you doing? It's like, this girl asked me for an elephant. It's like, what girls? Like the girl that made my sandwich in Indy. And so it's like, what are you doing? It's like, well, I told her I'd buy her an elephant. So I buy this little elephant and like we get off the plane and she's at the sandwich shop. Yeah. And I go up and I was like, Hey, it's like, uh, it's like I'm the guy that was going to India. She's like, Oh, that's cool. How was your trip? It was like, it was great. Here's your elephant. And she's just shocked. She's like, what? <laughs> and like, I still keep in touch with her today. Like she's moved nice. out to Colorado, uh, just living an awesome life. But, uh, yeah, it was just one of those. It was like, I don't know. I mean, she may have not even been there, but like I was yeah. anyone that knows me, I'm very, I can get tunnel vision. I get pretty focused. And it was like, if I didn't get anything on that trip, it was like, I'm getting this elephant. Yeah,
0: that, So Well, and that happens to be my favorite animal. So, um, for those who are watching us on video, um, we do have like, especially that that table behind you there, Coy, There's the elephant there. There's the elephant on the bottom shelf. Um oh, wow. Yeah. There's there's quite a few more that are kind of gemmed around the studio here. The only one the too. Oh yeah. Uh, Austin. What's the, what's the story with this audio? Austin said that he li- his mom likes elephants. His mom as likes well. elephants. Yeah. Um, that one, I think my aunt Sally got that one for me.
2: And then you find out it's like Aunt Deb and she's angry because it's like, oh, <laughs> no, I, you were that I definitely gosh. have no aunt. <laughs> she's just pretty you. sure my aunt Sally got me that
0: one. Um, I think that there's a, um, I
2: don't, I'll I don't reach for the, whatever.
0: There's, what? there's one that looks like a candle. Um, I don't know if it's still over there or not. Is this it like
2: ice a like secret elephant? <laughs> it
0: may, it may be, it may be off, off the table currently. Cause it, we sometimes uh, I uh, rotate things, uh, but they do the, the big one on the bottom shelf there. Who said white elephant? <laughs>
2: That's funny. That's
0: funny. So, uh, the, the big <laughs> elephant on the bottom shelf there, um, that one came from my grandmother. Uh, she got that at the Indianapolis Zoo. Oh, now
2: my cousin works at the zoo. This is cool. Yeah. Thanks, Grandma.
0: Mm. That's cool. She, I'm pretty sure she hears you in heaven. Um. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> was, grandma. yeah <laughs> my, say hi to my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm sure she will. What's that? Not the candle? Oh yeah, that is the candle. Did it not? Did it break? No. Okay. Yeah, Go, ahead. Go bring, ahead. Bring it on Come on in. Come in. Come I'm on. In. Come on in. You're all right. You can be on camera, Austin. Yeah. Now everybody knows. Yeah. That, that one there, uh, that candle uh, elephant came from my cousin Katrina. It's cute.
2: I like this. So what's what's to do with elephants? Why do you like them?
0: Um, it was my very first word. I wasn't really. Yes, you can ask my mom. She can verify. Um, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I just. I think it's cuz they're strong, they're loyal. They never forget. It's just like characteristics that I always thought that I would want to embody. Um I'm I'm hoping that I'm doing a decent job at it.
2: Yeah, well, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. So do you is like Dumbo? You like
0: uh <laughs> the, Dumbo's <laughs> like well, one exception. I'm like eh. it's, it's it's
2: not stellar, but <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's a big ear thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like
3: this
2: <laughs> elephant looks weird
3: he's, he's this, an
0: outcast I don't, I don't relate to that at all, <laughs>
2: yeah. all right. yeah. you should love Dumbo I
0: was popular what <laughs> <No. laughs> Dumbo should get his act together <laughs> that's right uh-huh. this could,
2: is he, this is cool I like this
0: um yeah so. my cousin like I said my cousin Katrina got that for I don't even remember when when that was and uh, yeah but all the, all the a lot of the, all the stuff yeah. in this are yeah. just about <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> good <laughs> timing there sorry, sorry yeah. about
0: my memory i can't i can't remember like the elephants i'm sorry but uh, anyway uh uh just about everything uh in the in the studio here just about everything has has a little bit of a, a story or, or or background um like um when you were doing a walkthrough earlier here with me um this uh picture here above my head uh, the the skull the reason i know a lot of people i hear a lot of people complain especially the ones that are um over 50 for some reason, they have a qualm about the skull. The skull picture actually came from our good friend, Bo, who was on episode two and 22.
2: Oh yeah. I love yeah. Bo.
0: And, um, so this means a lot to me. He's a very good friend and, and I love him dearly.
2: Um, yeah, and he probably just, he's free handed that. Like Bo's a really talented artist.
0: He made this one specifically for me.
2: That's very cool.
1: Um, did he tell you what it means?
0: Uh, no, it just, mm-hmm. uh, he just uh, he was, he was, uh, drawing a skull one day and he said, this is for Josh. So, and it turns out, here it is, you know? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like about, it.
0: About, about pretty similar, right? On the inside. Pointed chin, I guess, yeah.
2: It's pretty sharp. Strong jaw line. Got about the
0: same amount of hair. And the uh, the guitar over my, my head here behind me, this is for my good friend Daniel's father who um who recently passed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, prayers for Daniel. Um, yeah, he's base, but, he was a bass player. Yeah, he was a bass player for many, many years. His, his father was, and um, and yeah, then
2: I was hoping Daniel would be here tonight.
0: Oh man, I, 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 it's hard to get him out of the house. Is it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've lost a parent. It's it's difficult. Yeah. So,
0: well, maybe one of these times we'll we'll get him here. We'll, we can drag him kicking, screaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then over your head there, uh, the the Elvis Presley picture that came from the man sitting right next to you there, Coy Sterling. Um, Good taste. Yeah.
3: It was on my porch. Someone dropped it off on my porch when we first moved in. Just dropped it off. I no idea who it was. Didn't get to see him. Just heard it go. <coughs> what was that sound? Went to the front porch and that was there.
2: Yeah, you remember that time in Newcastle? I'm pointing to my wife. We were getting rid of a baker's rack, and this <laughs> this guy pulls up, and uh, there's a lot of scooters in Newcastle. Um, and this guy pulls up on a scooter, and he's like, uh, "What are you guys doing with that baker's rack?" And we're like, "We're getting rid of it." He's like, okay. I was like, if you want it, you can come bring a truck, come back and get it. They had wheels. <laughs> this guy grabs the rack. <laughs> 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 and that happened. Yeah, like, Thanks, Newcastle, for the memories. Well, it's gone now. I mean, <laughs> he, accomplished. He, he took it. I was like, it's like I thought he was coming back with a truck. Now that that scooter had a purpose, and he used it. <laughs> So. He
0: really racked up the power there. <laughs> he's, he's,
2: there's a bar in Newcastle called Scooters. Like, there's so many scooters in town. I can I can't imagine why, but you know.
0: I guess we can shelve that part of the conversation now. And uh nothing. Okay. Shelve that part of the conversation now. it's a pun and I missed yeah. it. You get one, Josh. That's it. Um, Just one. Dang it. I missed it. I'm I'm Austin sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, Austin didn't give me crickets, so I guess it was all right. No. That was decent. No. <laughs> Went over his head. <laughs> What's that? Oh, he doesn't know where Just the button's Just test the, the, the buttons. buttons out. I'll, yeah. I'll wait. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can test a few buttons. We got like f- you know, 30 seconds. So. Yeah. Just find a button. Ah, I see, five, Yay, first try. See. <laughs> it's yeah, a, Too a, late now, though. I got away with it. <laughs>
2: It's timing code. Yeah. 15 minutes from now, you just push that, no matter what speaks <laughs> it.
3: Middle of prayer. <laughs> it's like, well, the Lord liked it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are you, are you thinking? But <laughs> well, you're talking about Bo. When you when you talk and your mannerisms and your hand, you, it reminded me just of Bow. Bo, yeah. Like if you and Bow in the same room, it'd be hard to tell you guys apart.
2: That'd be fun. Bow is he's fun and like the and his theology is like he's like Calvinist. He, yeah, but he's he's a yeah. he's a whip man. Like if, yeah. you, better, you better bring your A game when you talk with Bow because he knows Scripture. Yeah. So yeah, I I enjoy Bow. So, and
0: he's got some great stories too. Boy. Yeah, he's got
2: some great stories. You, you know Bo, Bo better than I do. I think last time I saw Bo, he did a tattoo for my brother-in-law, and uh, that's so. It's probably been a decade since I've seen Bo. Like I keep up with uh, him on Facebook, but
0: yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to s- schedule it out or something. Make sure that like when you come back, that we we have him somehow. F- try to figure it out. Man, that'd be yeah.
2: fun. That'll be uh, great. That'd be a good that's theology session.
0: I, I think we would have to just know that we're going to record for four and a half hours and then to be okay with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> On this week's episode of Faith. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they never get past, past that because you guys would just start talking. Yeah, okay. Seven yeah. days later, we get into, into the family <laughs> portion. <laughs> You're talking seven. about seven minutes for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. Ooh. Seven days for seven days.
3: Seven weeks later. Seven. <laughs>
0: um, so our first story in the politics portion uh, comes from the Daily Wire this week. Uh, and it says... Your platform should be banned. Congresswoman rips into TikTok CEO for targeting kids, as she should. Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, Republican from Washington, tore into TikTok CEO Xiao Zi uh, Chu. Uh, I did not sneeze. I was going to say, bless you. <laughs> uh, during a Thursday morning hearing, accusing him and his company of targeting American children and feeding data to the uh, Chinese Communist Party. Rogers who uh, chairs the House Committee of, um, on Energy and Commerce, held nothing back in a blistering opening statement, saying that the platform specifically and intentionally targets children outside of communist China while protecting their own children from the platform's harmful content. Uh, she said, quote, Mr. Chu. <laughs> it's hard to say his name without laughing. Mr. Chu. You are here because the American people need the truth about the threat TikTok poses to our national and personal security. Rogers began uh, TikTok collects nearly every data point imaginable from people's location to what they type on a and copy, who they talk to, biometric data, and more. That's a lot of data. I. <laughs> 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 I see Coy's eyes just like getting larger and larger and larger as I was listing things there. Right. Um, he's yeah, an avid TikToker. Yeah. I mean, he's on it 24. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't know.
0: He knows me. It's not allowed in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> delete. Hey, John, <laughs> hey, uh, Rogers argued that TikTok and Communist China used the app and uh, the access to data that it provided uh, them to manipulate American culture which I believe it has, uh, adding that uh, she did not believe those in control to the, uh, of the platform would ever embrace or align with American values. Quote, she said, uh, we do not trust TikTok will, uh, will, uh, will ever embrace American values, uh, values for freedom, human rights, and innovation. TikTok has repeatedly chosen the path for more control, more surveillance, and more manipulation. She continued, your platform should be banned. Thoughts?
1: Should TikTok be banned? I think so. I think so. I think it should be banned. They, um, they are collecting a lot of information about us. They are learning a lot about us. And they might use it against us later on in life. And the way um, we're having problems with them, you never know. They got all our information and everything. Yeah,
0: and it turns out Edward Snowden was right, right? Mhm. And, and ironically he has to stay in Russia while <laughs> cuz he told us all about it. He told us like, "Hey, they're they're collecting your information." I mean, this those, this that was our own uh data collection agency known as the NSA um collecting all of this same data. Uh who, who knows if they use it against us or not? They do. Um <laughs> uh, there was there was some, something else in here for a second. I don't know what Weird happened. draft. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Uh, like maybe it was just a door closing. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> no buttons. He's looking at like no. He's like what? Not today. But uh, yeah, uh, I think I think this thing should go. It's teaching children nothing but uh, bad things. Uh, from what I've seen, it has changed the culture. I think that this um, this entire idea of the uh, the transsexual movement that that would all. I mean, if it ban- TikTok were banned tomorrow, that would disappear overnight. I mean, almost overnight. I think it really would because um, you see so many people um, on there advocating for it and pushing for it. And then and then not only that, but people in that so-called community, just the trans people, I'm not talking about the, the previous parts of that acronym, um, that they want to talk to kids in particular. Why do you want to talk to kids? Go ahead, Sterling.
3: Well, I, I've, I've said it before. I think it goes back to teaching them while they're young. You know, biblically speaking, it's the
0: same thing. They're just doing it on the other side. It's the inverse, right? What we talked about in, in your message, Coy? they talking about the inverse. Mm, okay. You know, of them, want, it's instead of reaching them with the, the how to think, the 66 books of truth, the how to think, mm-hmm. and that being their basis for how they approach the world, mm-hmm. um, they've got um, they're being fed 30, yeah, 15 to 30 seconds of video, uh, a video each th- each time. And they're just scrolling through it for about four and a half hours at a time. Usually a lot of these young kids and all they see is these adult, uh, people saying that they were, were assigned at birth the wrong gender. Uh, they don't believe that God made that made them beautifully and wonderfully, uh, as they were and that they need to train. They need to change what they were born as they are. Yeah. And that these young kids should probably be doing that too because they're likely um, not being taught right by their parents. And they direct, they always, uh, almost, uh, not always, but they, I don't want to use absolutes here, but they they quite frequently, that's probably the best word for it, quite frequently speak directly to children. I don't know if...
2: I, so... Any I, reference for that? I, I have no, uh, again, like uh, if... Unfortunately, this this portion of the show is probably going to be pretty quiet on this end because uh, like I'm, I'm pretty apolitical, um, but also like I don't watch the news. Yeah. Um, so it's I, I don't know if blissfully uninformed or just ignorant. Maybe yeah. probably more the latter. Um, but yeah, I just I I kind of just well, focus I'm, in on the stuff that I have to deal with on a daily basis. Like I'm.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm guessing your, your kids are probably not on social media.
2: Uh, no, um, like, they just um, recently got phones, um, but that was just for the, you know, they're busy in sports. Yeah. And that's, like, that's insane, you know, like, marching band and tennis and all that. and That, that just,
0: takes up all their time.
2: A lot of it. Like that's good. Especially Greenfield's, like, marching band program. Like, they're really good. They were back-to-back state champs, and then they got third last year, and it was third place, and then a tenth of a point from second, and a third of a point from first. Wow. So very tight. But, yeah, I mean, between my undergrad and kids and everything else, you know, ministry and everything else that's going on, uh, man, I got my hands full with life in general. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just, yeah, I don't know. Like well, that, dad, Dad's pretty plugged in news-wise, but I just— uh, I've probably been unplugged there. I'd say probably the ten, fifteen years.
0: Like I said, it's a good thing that there's a show like this that you can, you know, listen to at least get a few news articles here and there. Right, that kind of yeah, see, uh, yeah. go under your ear. And um, well, in this particular, because you think uh, well, and and the angle here that the, the congresswoman is actually talking about is is them, you know, not all, not only are they collecting data and giving it to the government, but my biggest focus, I guess, is also the kids. Mm. because uh, although I have none of my own, I do have nieces and nephews, and I, I know, know plenty of friends and family that has children, and I hate for them to have to grow up to uh, be basically programmed by this it, um, this application on their
1: phone. Confusing and the
0: kids. It rewires their brain. I mean, um, imagine how we normally consume media, right? If we watch television or, or, or read a book, it's, it's long form. Mm. generally right or at the very at the very least it's a half an hour sitcom right but this platform in particular the 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 videos are under a minute for the majority of them and these kids scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and they can just they can just push it up and go to the next video go to the next video go to the next video and it's that dopamine hit that dopamine hit that dopamine hit. That dopamine hit. That's what they know. And if you take the phone away from them now, it's like a drug. Mm. Um I remember I actually I actually had the uh TikTok on my phone for a time. And I, exactly, I know. <laughs> and I <laughs> um uh but once once it was gone, for that first few days, I uh I went through what would, would have been similar to withdrawals.
2: I was going to ask, like, so do you, do you believe that it is, um, like kid, do you believe the the problem is kid exclusive or do you believe that adults also struggle with the issue of just, um, constant influx of, uh, constant
0: dopamine hit, right? Like that constant need for it. It yeah. permeates all yeah. ages, I would say. Okay. It's similar to drug use. Like I said, I mean, I, I, I had. I had. And you know me, I'm I'm very um extroverted. Oh yeah. But yeah. um no, way. <laughs> no no way at all, right? <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> that uh using TikTok, it actually shut off some of that because um if a conversation didn't start immediately giving me a dopamine hit, I'd be like, Oh, this is this this conversation's gone on too long. I need to move. So you felt long. like
2: it it affected your attention span.
0: Yeah. And I already have ADHD, so my attention span's already <laughs> as short as it can be. Yeah, um, it's four <laughs> <meters>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sterling's funny. <laughs> He's very funny. Yeah, uh, and my, my attention span is, is generally only about uh, sixteen seconds. So if you can hold my attention, then you're you're saying something interesting. Um, but once I got once I got rid of that um, that awful TikTok, and, I, and I'll I'll say it's awful. Um, I, I I found myself having to reteach myself to socialize once more. Mm. And it was, it was a bumpy road to get back to just socializing. And then I can just imagine that with a kid whose brain is much more malleable than my own. Mm. Right. I mean, could you, I mean, I would hate for you. I hate to think that any one of your kids would have to, you know, dad, give me my phone back. I have to have my phone back right now. Mm. Why do you think you need to have your phone back? I was watching the, you know, 50th video on, you know, this, you know, that, that,
2: the other. I d I don't think it's foreign. Um, like I think about when I I don't know how old you are, Sterling. I'm guessing mid twenties.
4: Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 I was say,
2: you look marvelous. Uh but uh, thank you very much. <laughs> but but I, I think like when we were younger, um video games yeah. got some very similar um I I remember um I love role like RPGs, so I remember like Super Mario RPG, Knights of the Old Republic. I so I remember this like I tell telling myself, but I was married at the time, and um, so got an Xbox like original Gen One Xbox, and I love Star Wars, and so like I'm playing Knights of the Old Republic, which I, today I still think is the best video game ever made, and so I'm playing it, and Amber would come up and go, hey, and she would bring me food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first thing I'd come off from work and boom, that's where I was. She'd bring me food and then she'd go, Hey, I'm going to bed. Like, Okay. I'll be right there. And then I beat the game and then the game goes 60 hours and I'm going, Oh my gosh. And it dawned on me. I'm going, I completely neglected my wife and it unplugged through everything in a bag. I went to GameStop and you know how well they pay you for games. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pennies. I think I got forty bucks for a stack of games in the Xbox, but it was like, but it was an epiphany. It's like, and it wouldn't be the first time that um, you know I just didn't do right by Amber, uh, but that one was like a slap in the face, and I I didn't realize it until that point. You know, yeah. I was just so sucked in. So I, I don't know, necess- and I, I don't know much about TikTok or anything, but maybe the medium changes, but we dealt with it. When, and, you know, and uh, you may have had something similar when you were younger that just grabbed for your attention. I know my dad loves television. And, um, and I remember back in the day, like VCR in this room was recording this, recording that, or uh, dad loves Young and the Restless. And so I had to catch his stories. And but almost is like man, like, like oh, it's like man, dad's really addicted to television, or we were addicted to television. So maybe the medium changes, but well,
0: th- this this one's even worse because it it goes by algorithm. Okay. So it it finds out what you like. I put that in air quotes because very very, very purposefully because it then starts to um, suggest what you should be watching. So as you scroll. These videos get more and more and more and more deep into that subject matter, mm. so it tends not to go so positively.
3: So it's
2: an, it's intelligent, to artificial intelligence, but it's yeah okay,
3: and um it usually gets darker, and darker, it's like and darker. it's all you can't get out of, or hard to get out of.
0: Yeah, and I even heard I heard a minister uh, speak speak recently about um, um. It was, it was actually, he was, uh, it was on uh, the show, uh, Michael Knowles. He did a, um, he's from daily wire. Okay. He did a, uh, interview with an exorcist and he talked about how he was on, uh, uh, it was, it was, it was there him or, or someone he knew. I can't, I can't remember the exact details, but someone, uh, someone was on TikTok, and, um, or no, it was the, it was another AI program. It was another AI program, but it's very similar to TikTok, where it was, it was very intuitive. Um, and it was a painting program. And he asked it to um, to paint some some celebrity, and uh, and they said, okay, well now paint the opposite of that celebrity. Well, then it painted some weird looking old lady that was uh, um, very like grimace looking and 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 uh, demonic looking, mm. and it even gave itself a name. I can't remember the name what the name was. Not important for, for demons names to be spoken on this show for sure. Um, but then it said, okay, show me the opposite of this. It shows pictures of heaven. Hmm. And so then it said, okay, now show me the opposite of that. And this demon shows back up and it's got a look of disgust on its face. Like the demon had just been shown heaven.
2: Interesting. And it, it would continually pop up. I'd be interested to see that article. Yeah, that's um, there's
0: an there's an entire interview. uh between, oh, it's an interview? It's okay, an interview yeah, yeah, between yeah, yeah. Michael Knowles from Daily Wire and and, a, and an exorcist. It's very interesting. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I I don't I think especially in in um, in Western culture, um, I, that's something I noticed in India. Um, you don't find non-religious people in India, like you know, like whether it's Hinduism or Islam or, or Christianity, whatever the case may be. Um, where we will scientifically kind of explain things away, um, the reality of a spiritual realm and a spiritual battle is very real over there. Um, but I think I, at least in this culture, we've we've gotten a little too intelligent for God in that in that sense, to where it's like, well, there there's a logical explanation for this, and it's like, well, like maybe um, you know. Again, back to Ephesians 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, uh, and powers in high places. So,
0: You know, when you speak of uh, people thinking they're too big for God, there's a, there's a man named George Soros that thinks that as well. So it leads us into our next article. It's coming from the Daily Fetched. Um, uh, they, they cite MSNBC, criticizing George Soros is dangerous. Just, it just so happens that George Soros uh, is one of the world's largest donors to the Democrat Party and a lot of um, very nefarious people within uh, government and big business. And um, he's just hes just not, he, he looks like the, uh, I'll show you the picture of this, this man. Have you ever seen the Emperor in Star Wars?
2: <laughs> Palpatine.
0: <laughs> Does he not look like, if you just put a hood over his face, okay? Um, so this, this is what we're dealing with. And it just so happens he looks just like yeah. that. <laughs> um, so, if you don't look at him at all, he looks like somebody else. He <laughs> said, "Put a hut over his face." Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's tr- oh, true. Um, <laughs> uh, an NBC, um, MSNBC panel discussing former President Donald Trump's potential indictment uh, veered off the subject to jo- uh, George Soros, warning it is dangerous uh, for anyone to uh, to the um, to talk about the left wing billionaire. Um, Joy Reid turned to uh, that's uh, one of their hosts, uh, former CIA officer. Uh, Tracy Walter and said the fact that uh, they keep uh, throwing George Soros's name, uh, we've we've talked uh, a lot on on our show meetings, and it's definitely it definitely feels like a dog whistle that is dangerous. Uh, she said it absolutely feels like a dog whistle that's dangerous. She said, look, most of the most of these groups, the oath keepers, uh, Oogaloo boys, that is a real group. proud proud boys, uh, they all subscribe to what. Uh, what you're all referring to as a great uh, replacement theory. Uh, She says that this is uh, why we see these uh, spikes in racism and anti-Semitism. They are uh, ascribing to belief and it's stoking this division. Um, She then falsely claimed that Trump has for multiple years now called for a civil war, which that's never been true. Not once. Um, You can go back. Anyone wants to do their own research He's never once called for civil war. Not not a single time. Um, but the fact that they're claiming that you can never talk, that, that you must automatically be racist because you're talking about someone who happens to be Jewish makes you a bad person. You're automatically anti-Semitic. It's like, no, he's he's donating to all the people that I know to be truly awful in office. Truly awful in um, finance, truly awful. He, he's not a nice man. Um, he's part of the World Economic Forum. This is a group that says, uh, they, have, they have an agenda. It's, uh, it's called the 2030 Agenda. You also can look that up. Look up the 2030 Agenda. And the 2030 Agenda is where um, they've decided that you will own nothing and be happy. You will eat bugs and you will be happy. Um, there's a whole laundry list of these things, and these people don't hide it anymore. They're extremely—I I would call—I would go as far as to call them satanic, um, and they don't even hide it. Um, their their ringleader uh, is named Klaus Schwab, and he sounds like <laughs> he sounds like the villain of the story automatically. He's got this thick German accent, and <laughs> not to say that all Germans are bad, but Klaus Schwab sure is. He, if there was ever an embodiment of evil, this man is it. Um. So, yeah. What what do we think about old George Soros, Louis?
1: I'll leave it to Sterling.
3: Yeah, I don't know. He just... He seems very questionable. He seems like he's got... <clears throat> excuse me. It seems like he's got his hands in way too many pots that are not good. Um, And it almost reminded me of, like... The big names that quote unquote run the world. Mm-hmm. He seems like one of those guys. Whether he's one of them or under them, but he definitely seems like one of them. He sounds like another Hitler uh, to me.
0: He's he's uh um he's definitely part of that same vein of people. I, I would put him in that that level of evil. Uh in my mind, uh every time I've I've seen this guy's talk, every time I've uh, uh I've seen what he donates to, it's just like oof. And he and he only ever talks ill of good things. Um, And and uh, even though his uh, genetics say that he's uh, Jewish, I I don't think that he practices a bit of that. So um, just awful, awful man. Um, But uh, it spoke about the indictment in that previous article, and uh, that's the that's we started a segment last week, uh, Coy. Um, It's called Letters from Trump. And uh, that's because I, I do a pretty decent uh, Donald Trump impression. I don't know if you know this. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic, uh, if I do say so. Um, so coming from Fox News, um, they asked, would the Trump indictment help or hurt former president's 20, uh, the former president's 2024 bid to win back the White House? Former President Donald Trump would uh, make history again if he were to become the first president to be indicted in a criminal case. Uh, while an indictment for a, an, an, any alleged crime and whatever arrest or court hearings accompany it may sound like a, a, a death knell uh, for um, death knell uh, for a, a politician on the ballot, Trump is far from a normal politician. Uh, the former president has long thrived on chaos and turmoil, and he's he definitely does that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He successfully portrayed himself uh, to his supporters as a victim of the establishment known as the deep state, we were just talking about them, George Soros was part of that, uh, and liberal forces. That's exactly the picture he's painting repeatedly since uh, recently warning of his looming indictment from Manhattan uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg for his alleged involvement in hush money payments to adult film actress Stormy Daniels ahead of the 2016 election, who said she had a sexual encounter uh, years prior w- uh, with Trump. Trump denies having sex with Daniels and said any payments to her were unrelated to his campaign. Trump and his team have been working hard to seek political gain from the, uh, the, uh, the threat of a potential indictment using social media posts and uh, media comments to uh, rally the MAGA base around the former president and boost grassroots fundraising for his 2024 campaign. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yep. This is, this is Trump speaking. Um, I wouldn't even think about leaving. Probably it will enhance my numbers. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, They, uh, oh, I guess it's the end of his quote. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So, yeah, so he declared that uh, earlier uh, uh, ahead of this month uh, at at CPAC. Um, That's the conservative political action conference that happens uh, once a year. Uh, when asked reporters of this possible indictment uh, polling suggests that former president could be right since he received a boost among Republican voters last year after the FBI's uh, search for classified documents at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida, where they raided his home. A former president's home was raided. I don't, did you know that? I don't know. Yeah. A former president's home. So this is unprecedented that a former <laughs> president's home was raided. And he saw. I see, <laughs> you, I see what you did. Thank you. Uh, that was another pun. Austin's quiet. You missed it. <laughs> you missed it.
2: At one job.
0: So yeah, his home was raided. Now he's he's got this looming indictment for a uh, um, a case that that's been dead in the water for for a very long time. It's well actually passed its statute of limits limitations, because this was this was 2016 when these allegations were made, and then actually there's um, there's a, there's a uh, letter um, which I forgot to load in the computer uh, from. Uh, adult film actress, Stormy Daniels, who actually now denies the allegations that she initially claimed, um, unequivocally and signed it. Um, she says that this, never this interaction never actually happened. And it may be just because she lost the initial case and now owes $300,000 to Donald Trump. And also the lawyer that she hired is in prison for the next 14 years for fraud. But that being aside, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for some, some, some laughter. I guess it's just, uh, um, I guess I'm falling flat here. I'm tanking. Thanks Sterling for the, <laughs> the snicker. You are. <laughs> that being aside, we have, uh, you know, uh, this still, the, this DA, uh, Alan Bragg, who says, I'm going to, I'm going to still pursue you and still try to get you put in jail for this crime that you've pretty much already been exonerated from. Uh,
1: You think that that's going to probably boost his numbers? Um, Probably. The left is trying everything in the world to get dirty stuff on Trump. They're trying to keep him out so he won't run for president because they got a feeling that he might win. So they're trying to find all kinds of dirty stuff to put on him to keep him from running, trying to get him in jail, thinking that, that might stop him, but I don't think it. It will stop him. I think it might make him be better. Yeah, and and run and become president.
0: <laughs> Maybe if they put him, in, if they if they do put him in jail, he'll he'll tell because he'll tell everybody. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do jail the best. No one does jail better than me. They they, they tell me they tell me they say. They say, Mr. President, you're going to go to jail, and you're going to do better than anyone's ever done jail before. And <laughs> They won't
3: show the other cells.
0: They yeah, they, they won't turn the cameras around. They're fake news. They won't show the other cells. They're actually clapping for me in here. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I might get more voters while I'm in jail. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: He'll rally up the basin there, yeah? <laughs> get all the prisoners to vote. <laughs> Just preach to the prisoners. <laughs> Uh, well, and he might say, uh, uh, well, well, while he's in jail, he's gonna write those letters from Trump. You know, mm-hmm. he'd be like, "Dear George Soros, save your money. I'm coming in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Believe me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're still looking for those comments, by the way. I, I, want, I wanted to make sure that that was like that becomes like a regular segment. Um, Coy, just random." person that you could think of that Donald Trump could write a uh, a letter to real quick. Is any random person uh, i let just let's see if I can uh, improv it do, do,
2: do, oh, Of do, course do, you have do, a Jeopardy do, button. I'm hoping uh,
0: it, it could be a random celebrity. It could be someone that's already passed on uh,
1: Be Arthur <laughs> Dear Biden I'll be seeing your son in here <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Dear B. Arthur, you started a movement
0: and now they're taking it so far left you'd be rolling in your grave. Well, hopefully, Biden will see you soon. Yours truly, Donald
2: Trump. <laughs> Rest in peace, B. Arthur.
0: Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> well, talking about, you know, feminism in, in general, right? I mean, you had a little hand in that uh, uh, originally. Yes.
2: Maybe. I don't, I know her from golden girls. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think she, I think she had a, I think she had a little bit of hand in feminism, but, uh, only, uh, uh, first wave, not, not what we're experiencing now, which is, uh, fourth, maybe even fifth wave feminism where they just, they decided that there's a, that men are, are toxic. And, um, because of our masculinity, it's toxic. And, um, we, uh, we should just all go away, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that women ha- are supposed to have all the empowerment. Yeah, they should just be at the forefront of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love women. I married one, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think that they sh- they should they're above men. I think that we're uh, what do they call it complementary to each other, and that we're equal. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's
2: what God's word says. You know, uh, there was advice that uh, Brother Don gave us when he was um, in marriage. We did marriage uh, I was counseling. We met once when, we're, when we were getting married. Um, and uh, he's like, well, it's good for married couples to have things in common. It's like, what do you guys like to do? And I was like, well, we like to eat. Uh, <laughs> back to the food thing. But, um, but he said, um, God did not take Eve from Adam's foot. Your wife is not your doormat. Yeah. He's like you love her, you respect her. Um, you know, it's like he pulled her from the rib, pulled him you know, pulled her from his rib because you're partners, you know. Yeah.
3: It's a support system. Equal. It's equal. Yeah.
2: I mean it's um complimentary, I think someone said that. Yeah. But um there are things that Amber is so, and a lot of things, she's so much better uh, than I am. Um, thankfully, memory is one of them. Because as, <laughs> as I'm getting older, not to say that I'm old by any means, but memory is something I really struggle with. Um, and well, Too much time on TikTok, boy. It could be. Could be. <laughs> it's it's like melting your brain, man. <laughs> now, now I want to go download TikTok. Um, <laughs> But Please don't. Don't worry, you probably <laughs> forget <the freedom. laughs> I forget I had it. It was like Where, Amber or Josh talking about Tic Tacs. Where are those at? <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's like crickets. Um, but but yeah, like there's just things that she. I mean, I've been with Amber for since '97, like a long time. We we're 14 years old when we started getting together. Um and there are things that I believe, like hopefully that I compliment her on, but there's definitely just over time. We're just, we just that whole one flesh thing. Like you just, um, like it's great for games. just like, because we have all the like nonverbal things that we can communicate with each other without really saying anything, you know, it was cheating, the definition of novel. So it's a funny story. So <laughs> as a, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take it off course real quick, but, um, uh, we're playing Uno with my parents because mom used to love board games and card games, and so uh, like I'm sitting there and I'm like Verde, Sace, and I'm like so I'm like singing the color of the cards I have and the numbers of it, and so we win, you know, and uh, mom throws her cards and I'm just like Chuck, you suck at this game. <laughs> Chuck's my dad, and uh, and I felt so bad because it was their anniversary.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's you like beat we, them on their anniversary.
2: And, we totally cheated to do it. We finally tell us like, "Hey, we were cheating," but uh, <laughs> but no. But I mean, but yeah, you are with someone for so long you you just you just you are able to communicate in ways that maybe it's people that aren't together for so long are able to do, and maybe yeah. maybe they are. I don't know. Just but in, in our instance, Amber is definitely the better part of the two of us, and but she's definitely made me better. You know, I, I think that's how it should be.
0: Is it how many years? You guys
2: married? married? It'll be 20 years. Uh, July 26th, it'll be 20 years.
1: Um, and
0: then Laura and I are just behind you 19 years this April 9th.
1: Yep, that's right. I've been with my woman about 30. It's amazing. And we still can't understand each other. <laughs> Is that
0: right? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> no, they they are They are a funny pair, Koi. I'm telling you. Oh, I so believe I, it. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. Because um, I remember when so I used to work with his w- uh, wife, Norma. Okay. And, um, that's, so that's how, that how I, you met. That's how Louie yeah. and I met. Oh, okay. Cause he, right. uh, he, cause she don't drive. And so he used to pick her up from work. And, and a lot of times when we was waiting for her to finish, I'd come out and talk with him and keep him company while we was waiting for her to finish up at work. And, um, uh, uh w- there, there was a time after, uh, that we started to, Laura and I started to hang out with Louie and Norma. And, uh, one of our first instances of hanging out with them They come walking through the door and and they're looking at each other and they go, I hate you. And she she goes, I hate you. And he goes, I hate you more. She goes, No, I hate you more. And what we didn't know was that that was them playing. Uh, But we were like, Oh, we should probably just tell them we'll see them next time. And
2: (laughs) (laughs) we didn't know. (laughs) So, so similar story. And like, I I still, and Amber and I were just talking about this the other day, uh, where God used you and Laura. Um, for us, Amber and I, cause we, um, there was a time we were really mean to each other. We were playful, but we were just, it was mean, playful. Um, it's very soon after meeting you guys, you guys were married or a couple or whatever. We used to hang out a lot. Like yep. we live closer and, and so we'd hang out a lot. And I remember Laura or you, uh, probably Laura, just like, man, you guys are mean. And, <laughs> and then like, but it dawned on us. I'm like, maybe we're not. Putting out the best witness here. It's like, <laughs> but like it, it really, like we really took it to heart, and like since it was like maybe we should stop playing like this, yeah. and and so we we did, uh, and it was just based off that statement. I was like man, you guys are mean, and we were totally just playing, yeah. uh, But it convicted us enough to go like we we should not play this way. <laughs> not to say it's wrong, but I'm just saying for no, us. But
1: the reason we do that is because if we do it that way we don't be hitting each other. We just <laughs> that's use that's words. Right. We <laughs> just use words, you know. Yeah, like, oh, use your you words. Indirectly
3: time, you know? attacking each other, but directly attacking and each other. Very, very
0: passive-aggressive, uh, yeah.
1: direct. Me and never hit each other. That sounds good. But um, we do say, I hate you, or, or she <laughs> says, I hate you, but... We and, don't hold a grudge with each other. That's the big. next day we forget about it. Yeah, what's what's don't
2: let the sun set on your anger. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's that was the advice my dad gave me when I got married. It's like don't go to bed angry. You wanna? And I've tried yeah. to keep that.
3: Talking about the elephant in the room.
0: Yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> Yo. So where's the button? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, not only that, but um they are signaling heavy over there in the producer's desk because we are at time. We where we we have I think Are we over? I think we're, we're way past time. Huh? Yeah. Way past. Way <laughs> past? <laughs> eight minutes. Ain't that big. Oh, you eight can. minutes. Eight minutes out of that. We're good. Are you yeah. going to edit
2: it down to where just I, cut I, I, no, I,
0: Well, I got to whittle out some stuff from Audio Austin over there, so. Yeah. I'd uh,
2: gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> keep them in. I've enjoyed you this evening, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's
0: okay. Um, our viewers <laughs> will now know that I had to edit out something from Austin. <laughs> 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 I have not-
2: Wait, Austin? Yeah, yeah. spelled with an, <laughs> spelled with an A. Yeah. With it, O S. That's it. You
3: got
2: T R <laughs> I C H. Three C's and a Q. <laughs> <laughs> Threve.
0: Okay, uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and bring this home. So, Coy, the way we normally—you've uh, uh, seen the show before—but uh, just to give you a real quick rundown. Uh, okay. Yeah. Put me on, you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we go ahead and do a closing prayer. It's usually by the person who brought the message. And then I do uh, an outro of each of the introductions. Uh, basically, an inverse, inverse of way the way we started.
2: The word of the day, kids, is inverse. Imagine. <laughs> you need a chime at that point. Right, you no, know, every time
0: yeah. we say inverse, you scream. At the top of your lungs. Huey
2: Herman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> inverse. You have
2: to do clipping control (laughs) on the audio too. (laughs) Pee wee. Okay. All right. So uh, from Pee wee to prayer. Pee wee to prayer. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's pray for Paul Rubens. All right. (laughs) Uh, Father, thank you uh, just for being able to hang out and to just um, have merriment and joy and to have conversation. And uh, Lord, I just uh, thank you for these uh, people in this room and pray that you. Just allow us to get home safely, for Josh to get upstairs safely. And uh, Lord, we just pray your blessing on us throughout the week uh, and allow us to keep our minds focused on you. Uh, Lord, commit to our hearts to challenge us to spend time with you this week and in the following weeks, even if we just carve out seven minutes a day, Lord, to go, I'm going to be still before you to know that you are God. We pray and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You're
3: not going to
0: make it up the stairs, Josh? Uh, <laughs>
2: well, like I was like, give <laughs> us traveling mercies. <laughs> 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 and Josh is like, ah, let him get upstairs, Lord. I, was like.
0: I mean, <clears throat> as you know, Sterling, stairs can be a challenge for me. Yes. Um, I twist my so ankle off the front porch. So <laughs> It was a Holy Spirit-led prayer. It's like, Absolutely. pray for him. He might fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need it. So when you said that, I was like, oh, "Thank you." <laughs> In my mind, I had no idea. Yeah. But
2: God knew.
0: <laughs> See, God's a comedian too. Um, <laughs> God is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, that, that right. was the man that brought the message this week, Mr. Coy Hutcherson. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Austin. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> was that Austin that did that? Was it Austin? That's oh, Austin, I think. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. With an O,
2: this time. Austin oh. with a Q. <laughs> hey Austin. He's walking away. He is. <clears throat> Austin has left the building.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good Elvis reference there. And then uh, next to uh, uh, Coy, we have our perfect producer, Mr. Sterling Metcalf Allen. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for coming. No problem. Uh, and and uh, Alan, if you're listening, we see you. Yeah. What happened? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I called you. No. A <laughs> couple times. Yeah, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> across from him, the host of Rodriguez Rants, Louis Rodriguez.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm going to clap for Louie.
2: I've enjoyed Louie and Sterling. I'll clap for Sterling
0: too. (laughs) No claps for me though. Uh, (laughs) I might not make it up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've been your host reminding, uh, name's Joshua Cummins, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but the name's Joshua Cummins, reminding you to have a phenomenal week and to stay in trouble.